0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's federal newscast, in a twist no one saw coming, the Trump administration will be giving federal employees a raise next year. Federal unions want another day and quarter of the President's workforce executive orders. And agencies and military branches with locations in the southeastern U.S. are bracing for a possible visit from Hurricane Dorian. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. President Trump reversed course and announced plans to give civilian employees a pay raise next year. The 2.6% raise is effective January 1st. The move is a surprise because Trump recommended a pay freeze for federal employees in his 2020 budget proposal. Locality pay rates will stay the same at 2019 levels. The president's new proposal differs from the 3.1% pay raise the House passed earlier this year. Agencies' employee health and wellness programs are a mixed bag. The Office of Personnel Management evaluated agencies' work life, health, and wellness programs in its annual well-check assessment. The average score for agencies was a 67 percent. 181 work sites from 31 different agencies participated in this year's assessment. OPM says the NASA Ames Research Center, the Department of Housing and Urban Development Region 2, and Immigration and Customs Enforcement's headquarters were the top three scorers. OPM says nutrition and lactation support are two specific areas where agencies need to improve. Agencies are required by law to provide private space and reasonable time for nursing. Federal employee unions are asking the full U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit to review the ongoing legal battle over the president's executive orders on collective bargaining and official time. Unions say a full court should reconsider their case. A three-judge panel ruled back in July the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia did not have jurisdiction to invalidate pieces of the president's EO's. Unions say a full court should reconsider their case because the first panel did not rule on the legal merits of the president's executive orders as a whole. The full appeals court must decide now whether to take up the case. The National Science Foundation named the winner of its Career Compass Challenge. Amy Huber, with the private sector company Jobsology, created the winning prototype. The NSF Challenge asked for prototypes of an IT platform that could help federal employees identify new skills and the training needed to pivot to emerging jobs. Huber's prototype is called Pathway U. It measures users' interests, personality traits, and workplace preferences to recommend specific careers. NSF launched the Career Compass Challenge as part of the Trump administration's ongoing efforts to reskill the federal workforce for new kinds of work. Customs and Border Protection details its preparations for the pass-through of Hurricane Dorian. Federal News Network's Tom Temenez details. Many naval bases in the southeastern U.S. are restricted to mission essential personnel this morning. To prepare for Hurricane Dorian, officials have authorized evacuations from Naval Station Mayport, Naval Air Station Jacksonville, and Naval Submarine Base Kings Bay along the Florida and Georgia coasts. The Navy began telling its personnel and their families to head toward designated safe zones away from the storm's path yesterday afternoon. If Congress allows the creation of the Space Force, the National Guard says it will establish a Space National Guard. Officials say a new Guard branch is needed to align mission, requirements, and funding to the Space Force. The Space National Guard will be set up in tandem with the Space Force. The Guard does not expect any initial cost for the new branch since it will be moving existing units into it. Two contracts awarded by the Army last week look to advance the fielding of a prototype hypersonic weapon by 2023. Hypersonic weapons are one of the Army and Defense Department's top priorities for repelling near-peer competitors. The two contracts total about $700 million and will produce the glide body and systems integration prototypes for the weapon. The awards were given to Dynetics and Lockheed Martin through the Army's Rapid Capabilities Office. The FDA is making it easier to use more secure cloud services. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. The White House's Office of Science and Technology Policy is leading a new board of experts to review and provide advice on the future of quantum computing. The National Quantum Initiative Advisory Committee will look into quantum information science and technology research ideas, development, demonstrations, standards, education, technology transfers, commercial application, and national security economic concerns. President Donald Trump signed an executive order creating the advisory board last week. The Homeland Security Department plans to start using fake social media accounts to help enforce immigration law. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. New challenges for the Homeland Security Department in its quest to relocate to a consolidated D.C. campus. Senator Rand Paul, chair of the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Federal Spending Oversight and Emergency Management Subcommittee, says up to 30 percent of the St. Elizabeth's campus in southeast Washington is unstable to build on because of what the General Services Administration's called anticipated slope instabilities. Paul highlighted the decade-long project in his latest report on wasteful federal spending. An EPA expects to release updates to its Freedom of Information Act policy and procedures in December at the urging of its inspector general. This comes after the agency updated its FOIA regulations in June, allowing political appointees to review documents before release. The IG said the agency has completed work on 13 pending FOIA recommendations, including strengthening record keeping for agency text messages. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.